Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Dev Raga Personal Finance. And this is a bonus episode. And in this episode, we're going to talk about market cycles and presidential elections. In other words, do presidential elections have an impact on the stock markets? Now, this mainly relates to the US market, so this may not apply in Australia, but it's still worthwhile knowing about it if you are a US market investor. For those of you that are new to the channel, the aim here is to educate, empower and entertain. Now, just a disclaimer, I'm not a financial advisor, I'm not an accountant, I'm not a lawyer, nor am I a financial planner. Make sure you take any financial decisions you want to make after listening to one of my episodes back to your appropriate advisors. But if you are stuck on what to do, here are some simple steps to get you in the right track when it comes to saving, investing, and personal finance in general. In my humble view, there are five easy steps which anybody could follow. Step one is pay yourself first. Take 20% of after-tax money and just put it aside. That is your money, never to be touched again. Step two, invest that money, ideally into something that you understand or you want to understand. For me, I just invest in index funds because I understand index funds. Step three, reinvest those dividends. The power of compounding is phenomenal. And step four, do it for the long term. That doesn't mean just five, 10 or even 15 years. I'm talking 20, 30 or 40 plus years if possible. And step five, my favorite, always try and automate the investment forever. This means you're less likely to forget it and more likely it continues in the background as you just go about your daily business. Now, if you do these five steps over the long term, you're more likely to have more money than you'll ever need. And remember, money is just a tool. It doesn't bring happiness. Just use it as a tool to make your life a little bit better. But most importantly, the lives of people around you a lot better. Now to the main topic, markets and presidential elections. Does anyone really care? Now, if you've been living under a rock and just came out, Guess what? It's 2020, there's been a pandemic, and there is an ongoing pandemic in other countries um, away from Australia. And next week is the US presidential elections. I decided to do this bonus episode at short notice because I've noted a fair few posts on online forums and Facebook groups about people holding back to invest because they're uncertain about the upcoming US presidential elections. So... If you're on short on time and you don't really have the time to listen to the entire episode, here's the answer. You should not wait to invest no matter what the market cycle is, or whoever the president is, or any upcoming major event. Frankly, over the long term, time and time again, the markets, stock markets that is, almost always go up. Even though I don't know personally who's going to win the election next week, I really don't care too much because I know over the next 30 plus years, 
we will hardly be talking about what happens next week. And I'm almost certain I will end up with more money in my investment portfolio over that time period. But for those of you that have some time that are interested, here's the nitty gritty. Over the almost 100 years, 19 of the last 23 election years, the stock market has had a positive return. Only four times has it ever returned a negative return. Now, all of this is in relation to the U.S. presidential election cycle, not the Australian cycle. So you've got to focus on the U.S. markets here. The U.S. presidential cycles are normally four years, and it turns out the third year seems to be the best year for most U.S. presidents when it comes to the stock markets. Actually, when you delve deeper into this, it actually turns out a lot of the times the fourth year of the four-year cycle and the last two years really do very well. And the first two years of a four-year cycle, they don't do as well. Now, this leads into this theory called the presidential election cycle theory, which was first proposed in the 60s by Yao Hirsch and then formalized by Professor Nichols, who proposed that there is a way to make money following the US presidential cycles. This is in relation to the US markets. So what did he actually propose? Well, he proposed that if you invest in October of the second year of the cycle and sell off at the end of the fourth year of the cycle, you're more likely to make money. Does this actually work? Well, it turns out in recent times, it actually doesn't work. Let's have a look at the Obama's term. The first two years turned out to be the best years ever in his term compared to the last two years. And similarly, during Trump's time, the first two years also did very well compared to the previous last two years. Now let's go back to the previous president, George W. Bush's era. He had a disastrous stock market in his last year of presidency. Who can forget the GFC, right? In this first year, though, as president, particularly the second term, the S&P 500 gained 5%. But in his last year, it dropped 37%. So can you use this presidential election cycle theory to master the market and beat it. Well, time in the market is more powerful than timing the market. I've mentioned this before. It's an age-old investing philosophy. And over the time, the more you stick around, the more your dollar is invested, the more money you're going to make over the long term. We all think we're better than average drivers when we drive a car. I know I do sometimes. But we're not better than the market. We're unlikely to consistently beat the market when it comes to timing the markets and trying to time the presidential election cycles. That's a fact. So how much has the last year of each of the presidential cycles returned over the last 100 years of presidential elections? It turns out over 100 years, on average, the last year has actually done reasonably well. 10.81%, ranging from 40% in 1928 and negative 37% during the GFC. Now, if you just adjust that timeline and just analyze the last 60 years of US data, then it tells you a very different story. It actually says the average performance year by year. So in the first year, the average performance of the stock market was 6.5%. In the second year, it was 7%. In the third year, it was 16.4%, and in the fourth year, it was just 6.6%. And most recently, if you ignore what's happened in 2020, 
Trump's 2019 year saw a 29% increase in the US markets. So it really depends on how you skin the cat and how long you want to look at. So why would people think about timing the US presidential cycle, the election cycle? Well, it's proposed that when a president gets elected, they work feverishly to try and please the special interest groups and lobby groups which help them get there in the first place. This means focusing on the policies for the first two years of a presidential term. Then in the last two years, they start shoring up the economy as much as possible by introducing policies which helps reduce taxes, boost business spending, try and set up international trade agreements, and also ensure unemployment rate is as low as it possibly can get. Why? Why do that in the last two years of a presidential cycle? Well, generally, people have short memories. Let's face it, what wins elections is not socially progressive policies or infrastructure projects or health or education policies. What wins elections is what you get in your hip pocket. The economy almost always dominates election cycles because people pay attention to money. This is also true in Australia and most other democratic countries. I hope this clarifies the US presidential election cycles and some of the theories associated with it and how it may affect the markets. What's my plan? Nothing has changed. I'm still paying myself and I'm still investing the 20% of my after-tax money straight into index funds. It's automated. It happens on the day I get paid and it keeps happening even if I forget about it. So next week will be interesting. Biden, Trump, a lot of people say plenty of things are at stake. Now, personally, will I be watching the election coverage? Absolutely. Do I think it matters to my investments over the long term? Nope. Why? Easy. I'm in it for the long term, 40 plus years. US presidential election cycles only last maximum of eight years. A US president can't be president for life. What happens in the markets is random over the short term. And eight years is a short term but predictable over the long term, 30 or 40 plus years. What is that prediction? My prediction is I'm more likely to retire with more money than what I've started with. It's not a question of if I'll retire with more money, but it's a question of how much more. That's about it for this episode. It's a bonus episode, a relatively short one. I had to squeeze one in there because I kept seeing a lot of questions related to this on online forums and Facebook groups. Thank you very much for the questions, likes and comments. And in the next episode, we'll go back to the tax deduction series. Please make sure you give me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or any podcasting app you're listening. Really helps promote the podcast so more people can download it and listen to it. It really does help the algorithm. And if you really want, leave a review too. As promised, creative reviews will be read in an episode of my choosing. Remember to like DevRaga Facebook page, shout out to questions, comments, or topic suggestions. So thank you very much. Share this channel with family and friends, Apple Podcasts, and all the major podcasting apps. And you can also download it directly from our website, devraga.com. And remember, always pay yourself first. Take 20% of your after-tax income and put it aside. Make it automatic. And do presidential elections make a difference to the stock market? Maybe in the short term. But if you're like me and looking at the long term, and I hope you are, it doesn't really matter over a long period of time. This is Dev Raga Personal Finance bonus episode, 
And as always, please make sure you stay safe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.